Welcome to the Man Up or Shut Up Show, where four men unite in search of the truth. Feelings will be hurt. Talk to your doctor to see if this information is right for you. All right, everybody, welcome to the Man Up or Shut Up Show. Um, I am back. Here's Roma, Dimitri, and Pieta, Pietuch, our rooster of the group. Yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's good to be back. Um, that's right. So I'm uh, sorry for my absence. I have now I have larger farm animals and uh, uh, dealing with the pregnant goats is uh, a stress. And also, obviously, the amount of snow that's dumping on us living out in the country is not easy. Um, Got to plow some elephants. Plus, right. Victor's <laughs> empire is growing. An so. elephant farmer, so, you know, uh, got to deal with that. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So today our topic is the concept that God owes me everything and and uh, how all these whiny Christians think, I'm just going to be blessed. I'm going to be blessed my whole life. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about uh, how God how uh this 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 uh christian nation right our nation that formerly was very christian has now begun to devolve into the concept that god just has to be good to us all the time all right yep. dimitri start us off i like starting off in all of them. <laughs> i like how we all point to dimitri always we're like all right diva it's always you and he's like oh, well he picked he wanted to discuss this. He's got, he's got thoughts on it. Go to him. It's yeah. like, he's the one who fixed the topic because have, he has the list. So, so, so then I have the list. Throw it back list. at him for, for being responsible. I'll go first if you want. I, I don't mind. All right. Well, this is my take on it. All right. America has yeah, become yeah, very, very um, saturated with uh, health, wealth, and prosperity gospel, right? And there are certain parts in the Bible where we know God, God obviously loves us very much and God has good plans for us. He has plans. The Bible says to prosper us and to care for us. You know, I don't remember exactly how it says it after uh, he says he has plans not to harm you or not, not to harm you, but to, you know, bless you essentially. And I should look up that verse after we get deeper into this, but um, there's this concept out there and it, it is very pervasive and it, oftentimes it seems to disguise itself um, um, as uh, and this is kind of frustrating because, you know, the kingdom of God is, is a very biblical term. Right. But I feel like a lot of people utilize that term to kind of hide this quasi um, prosperity gospel uh, situ- you know, situation where you'll get talking to people that, um, you know, are professing Christians, really nice people. And then um, they'll say, hey, come over, join my Bible study, right? And you join their Bible study, but really all their Bible study is is a networking group. And I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but, um, you know, I've seen stuff like it where it just, it feels very much centered towards the health and wealth, right? But not like network marketing? <laughs> I don't know. Is is network marketing centered towards health and wealth? I think they're. I think the network marketing is more centered towards <laughs> riches. <laughs> you know, you get. <laughs> well, that's what that's what wealth is. Wealth, and they sell you health. And that's, <laughs> that's true. But 
but you know you, you'll notice like a lot of these kingdom guys are very relaxed right it's like oh yeah bro just yeah, come yeah. on over let's uh yeah. let's, let's don't, be dis- don't be dissing network marketing i like network yeah. marketing. <laughs> as stated i will follow dimitri only into network marketing <laughs> so anyway i i, I I think that we can see clearly in the Bible that God doesn't owe us anything. You know, all of sin, for all of sin and come short of the glory of God, God doesn't owe us a yep. single thing. However, if we, if we, we love God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and our focus is to show others the love of Christ, I do believe God has plans to bless us and to prosper us. Now, I don't think that that's at all why we should you know, go out and show the love of God to people. We should show the love of God to people because God does love them. God created them. God has salvation for people. But, you know, when we, when, if we go out with the attitude of, oh, if I do this, God's going to give me things, you know, that's a very foolish attitude to have because I don't think God wants us to give, give us anything if we go out with that attitude. All right. I'm sorry. I'm talking everybody's ear off. All right. Yep. Make sure you go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, it's it, see that it's, on the surface, it sounds very righteous and it sounds good and very attractive. You know, like God will give you everything. You know, you come to Jesus and he will make you rich. You come to Jesus and he'll give you health. And he's like, all right, I'll take that, Jesus. I'll take three of them, you know. Uh, um, so, you know, and people come and they, they basically... They basically come to, uh, you know, Jesus with the wrong mindset. I actually have two bars right now. Can you guys hear me okay? You broke yeah. up for a little yes. bit. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yep. Okay, because I have two bars and yes. I'm going to be a mess up. But anyways, if I, if I start breaking up, you guys start talking. Um, so basically people come to the – they hear the wrong gospel. They come to Jesus thinking this is actually what's promised. Like I remember I kind of had that mindset before. And this one girl, she was very earthly. And then one time she finally decided to come to Jesus. You know, she had that come to Jesus moment, you know, and then she started having so many problems in her life as soon as she came to Christ. And then she's like, Demetri, I don't know what's wrong. You know, here I, I come to Jesus Christ. You know, I know he's supposed to help me. I'm supposed to have like a happy life now and all this. And I'm just getting these attacks one after the other. And it's just horrible. And I did not know what to tell her. I was like, oh, snap. It sounds like Jesus is broken or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I didn't know I didn't know what to tell her, you know, until it's like later on, I found out like, hey, you know, you will have tribulation. You know, that's something that the Bible promises us. You guys will go through tribulation. So the problem is that when people hear this, pretty sounding gospel then they come and then they don't have they don't get these same results in their life they start to they start to think that god either does not love them or maybe you know uh something is wrong or things like that and people end up getting depressed and they often actually end up falling away because they came with the with the thought that god is going to make my life happy on this earth you know when in reality, God had set up certain laws and rules that within these laws and rules, there are blessings that you will have. For example, if you do not work, you will not eat. Something that 
non-Christian people know, but Christians, they often come like to, you know, uh, they often have this mentality that be- because I am Christian, God could should feed me automatically. He could, should give me everything. You know, anything I do automatically works out. You know, any business I start automatically becomes successful. So they ha- kind of have this lazy mentality where God just basically needs to do everything for them. You know, they just wake up, they look in the bank account, they just magically have a thousand dollars in there, you know, from the government <laughs> or from somebody or a stimulus check from, from Jesus. Yeah. You know, and when they don't see these results, they get discouraged. And I, and I have talked to so many of these prosperity people who are literally depressed or getting depressed or getting discouraged in life. Like, oh, man, I can't believe God didn't do. Why would God allow this or this? You know, my I have literally have a we literally have an uncle from my dad's side of the family where he's he's still angry at God because God allowed his mom to get killed by a truck tire you know by a truck wheel that popped off you know and while she's standing there talking to her friends this the the tire the wheel smashed into her back and killed her right away you know and then because of that he decided to get angry at god and he's he ended up drinking his life away and all this and right now he looks like my father's grandpa when he's my father's younger brother (laughs) but that's actually what happened we, we, they, my brother, my dad, and my our, our uncle went to some kind of doctor's appointment. The doctor came out, was like, "Is that your dad?" He's like, "No, that's my younger brother." <laughs> but um, that's what that lifestyle did. But you know, and he's got angry at God because of that. So you know, because of the mindset that you know God owes me everything, and I think it's actually very damaging within Christianity. It's, it's this prosperity gospel kind of mentality. It's actually very damaging to the body of Christ. Um, but you guys, uh, what do you guys want to say about it? Roma Pietra, because I've been kind of talking for a while now. But Roma, you want to go? We always save you for last, so let, you want to go? Or... <laughs> yeah. I think I'm, I'm okay with you talking first, and I'll go either way. All right. Well, yeah, I agree. I agree that basically a lot of uh, people go into, you know, they come to God and to, to Jesus with the wrong reasons. I think that's where the big problem is, basically, whenever we – you know, you try to bring someone to God with this thing of, you know, with, uh, the bait on the thing of like, hey, you're going to come to Jesus and you're just going to have an amazing life. They're basically setting up somebody for disappointment. And, you know, because as soon as they get a bump in the road, they're like, what? I thought I'm just going to have no no problems or whatsoever. You know, and they come basically to God for the wrong reasons. Uh, I'm, de- I'm definitely a strong believer that, you know, obviously God created laws and they apply to like, you know, for example, gravity, it applies to everybody, you know, you can be a Christian, you can even be an unchristian, and it's going to affect you, you know, so there's definitely principles of, you know, sowing and reaping in, in life that we have, you know, that God provided that, you know, if you sow something, you sow a seed, then yes, there will be, you know, you plant a fruit tree, and then the fruit, you know, you'll get a tree that grows because of God, so that God creates a miracle, you put the seed into the ground, and then, then it sprouts and you get a tree. Like, so you put in some work and then there's a result. You know, same thing of treating somebody. You treat somebody nice, the golden rule, you know, the good chances are that somebody's going to treat you nicely back. It's not a guarantee in some cases, you know, so you don't think. But in general, there are laws that are guarantees, like, you know, like gra- gravity and things. Of course, God can always, you know, intervene into his laws. But those are exceptions, not, you know, the rule that it's always the case. You know, just like we see miracles in the Bible and stuff, you know. Uh, the chances are not high that, you know, if you're going to walk off a cliff that God's going to save you. 
it could happen, but the odds I'm going to take, if I had to bet money, I bet that the, the gravity is going to win and you're going to die, you know? So that being the case, and I think it's very important to understand that, you know, and to come to God with the right intentions, understanding that God doesn't owe you nothing. He already gave us more than enough. You know, he sent us Jesus and, you know, we are all, you know, we're all fall short. We're all sinners. And God basically provided and gave to us already more than enough that we need to, you know, so now we can utilize the principles, you know, that we got the salvation, we got the main part, we got that for free. It was a free, you know, stimulus from God. Hey, you just accept Jesus and you get, you know, you get eternity. So we got the main thing taken care of. Now on this earth, you know, you are promised, you are told that, you know, tribulations will come, but at the same time, you know, it's not guaranteed. So you don't get this idea. You come to Jesus with this concept of just, I'm going to be living this amazing life. And then all of a sudden, you get some problems in life and then all of a sudden you're disappointed now. Oh man, I don't believe, I don't believe in God anymore. You know, that's pretty dumb and retarded. And I think it can definitely be dangerous if, you know, for prosperity, if you're basically, that's your concept and the way you bring people to God, <clears throat> to God is basically through, uh, you know, telling them about just the wealth and you're going to be off to a rich world. If you come to Jesus, because I actually, that personally quick, uh, have, what was that? Oh, sorry. Okay. I was yeah, going to say something but before. Yeah, before, because I actually had a moment where I would be, like, really seeking. I wanted to see miracles, you know, and I had another friend. I'm not going to mention his name in the event that he's listening to the show and stuff. And we kind of both were, like, at the same time, we were basically searching for, like, a miracle. We wanted to see some amazing, like, you know, arm, like somebody missing an arm and it grows out, things like that. And, you know, for God to just do these awesome things and just making you know, our lives amazing. And we kind of were... We kind of started with this mindset of, you know, that God just, he just, he needs to show us this, you know, he needs to show this. We're just like praying and we yeah. basically tried, we went to encounters and we went to different, you know, places, you know, like uh, what it's called chasing the, what is it called? Um, these, uh, when, whenever these preachers come and stuff with these miracle workers, you know, that supposedly have these gifts, we would go there all the time. You know, we would go there and we'd hope to see something miraculous, but then basically often we'd come back there kind of disappointed um, and then basically, and then it got to the point where basically I, I stopped seeking it and I just realized, you know, man, we're already living a miracle. You know, a lot of things that we already have in the fact that our heart is beating, the fact that, you know, our hair is, you know, growing, some people, you know, <laughs> we already basically have enough and God already provided more than he need, needs to us. He, does, he doesn't owe us. He's not this little genie. We get this idea that God's this little genie that just needs to entertain us all the time or prove something to us. You know, he's the creator of the entire universe. He doesn't have to prove nothing to us. And we realized that he already gave us what we needed, what we need. And basically we need to appreciate that. My other friend, on the other hand, he kind of, he got really bitter. And it's very easy whenever you have this mindset that God owes you something, it's very easy to get bitter. And then you kind of just turn away from God altogether. Cause he got this idea, like whenever he sees, sees somebody that has a good job or, you know, has a good happy marriage or something going on, he gets kind of you know, very bitter and says, why doesn't God provide that for me? You know, like, what the heck, you know, why don't, why, you know, I, why don't I get a good job? Why don't I have this? So anytime he sees somebody that's having, you know, success or good things in life, he gets more and more angry at God because he's like, why isn't God providing that to me? Rather why than did like, you hey, give him a beautiful wife already, and finances? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Rather than, hey, God already provided. I have these hands and these hands can go to work and do something. I have these feet that can walk and do something and provide some value and use god's laws and principles of you know getting your crack to work and producing something and then you know and then reap the rewards and benefits of that you know no you get this you can just get closed up and get more and more angry at god because you just have this imagination in your mind that you've created like what god needs to do for you and if those 
thoughts are not those imaginations that you've created in your mind, the God that you've created, if that doesn't get fulfilled, you get angry and then you turn away from God whenever you're the one that created an image of God in your mind. And then because he's not meeting those needs of that image that you've created in your mind, now you're upset at him. You know, yeah. he's just sitting in his room and thinking that God's just going to somebody's just going to knock on the door. Hey, uh, we got an order. You wanted a wife, a sexy wife and um, a nice job. And here you go. Here you go. And just, you know, a million dollars. Yeah, here, here's a, and here's a million dollars while you're at it, you know, based on a silver platter. People get this idea like you just sit on your crack, don't do nothing, and you're just going to have an amazing life. No, you can have a terrible life, but hey, you'll still be saved. You can still be saved, go to, you know, go to heaven, you get the main thing, that's awesome. But because you were lazy, you didn't work, you didn't do this, so you're going to have a miserable, terrible life, and then you can die, you can get murdered, you can get raped, you can get every, all that can happen. I mean, don't live with that expectation wanting to happen, obviously, <laughs> like, you know, try to, I mean, use your, use the laws and principles and work. And you can, you know, God's blessed a lot of, look in the Bible, a lot of, you know, people's been blessed with a lot of riches, you know, godly uh, men from the Bible, they have amazing riches beyond, you know, Solomon, all the kings, everything, they were like amazingly rich, but God's, I think for God, it's so much more important who you are and the character that you are, you know, that he rather you be poor, you know, and, you know, still keep yourself as a good person rather than, you know, you just, the riches spoil you and you become this rotten, disgusting person of a human being. So and that's what, what I, I got to say. About sorry. So what I think um, is God actually did give us rules, right? They gave us the Bible and the Bible was, was our manual. Believe it or not, God put the rules into place on earth, right? Um, and the problem is, is there's too many Christians who listen to other people rather than reading the Bible and figuring out for themselves. When I, in my early stages of Christianity, because I mean, I, I gave my life to Christ very, very early on, but I never really experienced Christ for a very long time. And what I mean by that is I didn't really go into it. All I did was like, well, God, I'm yours. Uh, and then, da -de -da -de -da -de -da, you know, it's like, you know, there was not much there. Um, as time yeah. went on, I did learn more. I studied more. I watched more. I read more. I, you know, I got more in depth into the Bible, into, into what I believe. And at one point or another, I did get uh, sucked into the, you know, prosperity gospel hole, right? Where, you know, you're like one of these really famous ones is uh, Joel Olstein, right? Um, and I remember when I was younger, I'm like, man, I really love Joel Olstein. He makes me feel so good. You know, he makes me feel like I have the world and I'm going to get the world. And, you know, all it's going to take is tomorrow. I even bought one of his books. Right. I read the book halfway through it. I realized this is a load of garbage. So it's interesting that his book is the thing that actually sold me on never believing that stuff. <laughs> that's um, cool because of the fact that it was the opposite of what i believed in the bible and well yeah like it's so cool because you know you heard the voice of the shepherd that's like what's really cool about that is you know the bible talks about you know there there are people calling us away from the gospel you know yeah. what i mean and that's really cool that you say that roma because yeah you you heard that and you're like whoa this is not the voice of the shepherd you know this is not god's word here what he's saying that's when you especially when you compare them yeah, That's super cool. Sorry, I didn't mean to interject, but I just no, no, you're you're cool. fine. But what I'm saying is, is that God gave us a manual, and the manual is the Bible. Simply put, we have to understand something very simple. If we followed the manual and if we follow the Bible, 
again, same thing. Um, you're going to have, or you could potentially have success. You could potentially have a very good marriage. You can potentially have a very good life. You'll have a healthier life. You'll have a longer life. It's interesting how everything in the Bible talks about things that are good for you, although they're hard to do, right? Some things are really hard to do in the Bible, but guess what? Most of them, if not all of them, are good for you in the long run. It's kind of like you wouldn't expect a tiger to come up behind me and just appear. Like, out of nowhere, there's a tiger all of a sudden right there. Because, because we're governed by laws, right? And if you're governed by laws, those laws apply to everything. And that includes, in my opinion, your success, your, you know, how, how well you do it. But also understand this. You can follow everything exactly right. But God has a different plan for you. And guess what? You're going to have to go through some tribulations. Because guess what? The minute you say, God, take my life, I am no longer in control of my own life. That means that God has taken your ship. You have no say in the matter. It's kind of like, uh, you know, they talk about how God is the potter. You are the clay, right? It doesn't matter what you want to do. It doesn't matter if you want to be a vase. God will create you into whatever you need to be. It doesn't matter what you want. He does. It doesn't. No, I don't care. He doesn't care. He knows what's better for you than you know what's better for yourself. I mean, a lot of people have a hard time. I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard of this or not. Sorry, this is just a little bit on, on the offside. There's a guy who's selling himself. And what I mean by that is not sexually. I'm talking about he's selling himself. So he sells himself in the aspect that someone else makes the decision of what he wears how, where he goes for the day, if he goes to work, if he doesn't go to work, if he makes an investment, if he doesn't make an investment, if he does this, if he does that, he has a bunch of investors that put money into him and then they make decisions for his life. That is the representation of humans. A lot of the times is we just let someone else kind of control us by the nose and we just kind of walk around, right? God gave us the rules. A lot of us just don't want to follow it. That's that's my whole that's my whole thing on this whole God owes you something. God gave you the gave you he literally gave you the man, manual. If you're still if you're still, you know, tripping read the manual again. Maybe yeah, read, read the manual exactly. Um, there's a couple of verses I wanted to read on this cuz we were talking about it earlier. Um it's uh, the first one is, I think we read it earlier, Proverbs 28, 22, and I know I'm guilty of this and we have to be, we as Christians have to guard against this because it's really easy to fall into this, especially yeah. being fathers and businessmen. It says, he that hasteth to be rich hath an evil eye and considereth not that poverty shall, shall come upon him. And so that, that it's like, it specifically talks about how there are people that are trying to get rich quick, right? The get, rich, the get rich quick schemes, you know? And when people treat the gospel as such, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, you give, you give this amount of money, God's going to give back to you tenfold. Yep. They're literally doing the opposite of what the Bible says, you know? Now we have to remember in like Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. This is God speaking. Say the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. I love that, to give you an expected end. It's a really, really cool verse. 
Um, but then when we kind of get farther into different scriptures, I wanted to read you guys in first Kings about Solomon because Solomon was the richest man upon the earth, right? Basically that ever lived. And what was so cool is Solomon's prayer to God where he's, where he said, um, so he went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. It says, for there was a great high place, a thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. And then it says in Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, thou hast shown unto thy servant, David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept him for the, for this great kindness that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is, as it is this day. And now, O Lord God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David, my father. And I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or to come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen a great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. And he said, give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad for who is able to judge this, thy so great a people. And it says in this speech, please the Lord and the speech, please the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said unto him, because thou hast asked this thing and hast not asked for thyself long life, Neither hast, neither hast asked riches for thyself, nor hast asked for the life of thine enemies, but hast asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment. And he says, basically, I'm going to give you these things. I'm going to give you that thing. And he says, and I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor. So it's super cool when, when we seek what God wants us to seek. We may get riches along the way, right? but we yep. should not seek after those riches. That's the scary thing is like, man, if, I don't, if Solomon came to God and asked him for riches, I don't, obviously we can't know for, for sure, but I don't know if God would have given him riches. You know what I mean? It certainly doesn't seem like it to yeah. me. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem like God would have been like, okay, that doesn't please me, but sure you can have some riches. Right. I don't think yep. that's how it goes. And then another really interesting thing is um, we see in uh Sorry, I'm, I'm almost done. I just had a couple more thoughts on this about like people that really try to sell. Um, they, See what's they, called. Yeah, called that. The, the show that they're godly because of the riches. The Bible says perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth. That means they don't have any truth. Mm -hmm. Supposing that gain is godliness. It says, from such, yep. withdraw thyself. So if people are like saying, oh, you know, you can see that God's blessing me because I'm so rich. God, you know, yeah. I'm righteous. You know, that, go away from those people. <laughs> those yeah. are evil. Yeah, yeah. yeah I believe there's like- there, I'm there's so extreme. righteous, I have there's, five jets. Exactly. Exactly. I believe there's that extreme, you know, people are like, and I, but I think there's also the other extreme of people that, you know, let's say they're so angry at the people that have the five jets, jets for example, and they believe like the worse off you are, the holier you are as well. You know, there's those camp as well. Yeah, so you got to make yeah. sure you don't get on that board. Like, you know, like I'm just so miserable, bro. I don't have a family. I lost. I'm like under the bridge. That's how holy I am. Which by the way, you know, I have, like, I have a problem with those kinds of people too, because of the fact that yeah. Jesus did talk about, uh, the birds, right? So he was like, he's like, look at these birds. They don't worry about anything. Do you think your father would do any less for you, right? Yeah. If, you, if, if God truly loves you, you really think he's just going to let you like starve under a bridge? No. I mean, really, unless if you are doing it to yourself. On well, yeah, if you're disobeying him, I think he could punish or he could chastise well, you like yeah, that. Yeah, he can punish yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, but he doesn't do that just because. It's not yeah. like it just happened. Exactly. I mean, 
See, yeah. I think I think and, Christians and are supposed to be. See, Christians are supposed to be a model mo- model for other people, for the unchristian people in this world. Model in what? Hard work, smart finance management, uh, g- generosity, being kind, everything. You know, God wants us to actually do things that are physical. And the, yeah, I agree. And, and, doing th- and doing things physically will naturally bring you physical uh, returns. You know, yeah. if, you're, if, you're, if you're a good worker, if you're the best worker at the job, there's a chance where you will get promoted. This, this, these are natural laws that will happen to you. And God, you know, like I, I, I think maybe I gave this quote before in this, uh, you know, one of our other uh, shows, but like I was, uh, my, my daughter was li- listening to this, watching this cartoon or whatever, it's Christian cartoon. And in the cartoon it said, it said that God has, God has created laws and within these laws is his will and his blessing, you know? So when you are a, when you do things correctly, when you work hard, naturally you will get blessed because God's blessing is within those rules and laws that you're doing. So you are technically being blessed by God, by being a hard worker, by being functional, getting up early, you know, trying hard, educating yourself, you know, being, being um, honest and things like that. You will get blessed by God by doing righteous things. And then obviously God does do supernatural things sometimes where he gives you above you know, than what you have, if that's not something that he thinks that would corrupt your heart, you know, that's my personal thing. Yeah, it's really interesting. I was just scrolling through, um, there was another verse that I was going to read to you guys, but I scrolled right on to these, this is kind of exactly what we're talking about, because it's, uh, it addresses two things, right? So Roma, you were talking, Roma and Peter, you guys were talking about people that, you know, try to just be miserable, um, yeah. you know for, for i'm so uh, holy i'm the poorest guy in the world well it's funny because jesus <laughs> exactly. addresses addresses both the people that are trying to be rich and those people at the same time because yeah. he says in uh matthew uh i think it's six it says moreover when ye feast or when you fast i'm sorry be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance for they disfigure yeah. their faces yeah. that they may appear unto men to fast Verily I say unto you, yeah. they have their reward. It says, but thou, when thou fastest, anoint thy head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret. And thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. So that's cool. That addresses like the people that are like overly like, oh yeah, I'm fasting. You know, they're, sh- they're showing off to be righteous. And then yeah. it says right after that, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break in through, uh, break through to, and steal. It says, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through to, nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And it says the light, right after this is so fascinating. It says the light of the body is, is the eye. Therefore, if thy eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Then verse 23 says, but if thine eye be evil, Thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is thou that darkness? And where did we just read about people that have evil an evil eye? Proverbs twenty eight twenty two. He that hasteth to yep. be rich hath an evil eye. 
Isn't that crazy? It's yeah. like, like literally just yeah. like, and, I was and, just and, scrolling. And, <laughs> yeah. And one of the things interesting that, you know, whenever, uh, you know, the parable of the sower, one of the, um, it isn't one of the, um, category of people that did not produce any fruit to god is because they got uh distracted by the riches of the world or something like that i think um, are the the yeah. i can't remember if it was the pleasures or the riches of this world i can't something like that yeah 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 basically they got distracted so you know often christians get distracted by chasing the riches of this world because you know they want to go like so big they they don't bring much fruit uh to the kingdom of god you know i mean i think i think if if Christians have like more of a longer term, you know, instead of trying to get rich fast, if they have like a longer term kind of vision where they're still able to do things, but at the same time manage their finances correctly, this is something that I, I actually caught myself doing many times where instead of having a longer vision, you know, long term vision, I try to I try to get rich or try to, you know, get all the money that I can like right now today, you know. Um, instead of having a longer term vision and because I'm trying to, you know, focus only on finances, I'm, you know, I, I'm not able to produce anything for the kingdom of God. You know, like I still like one time I only been like out soul winning, you know, this is, this is something that I'm completely embarrassed about, you know, and this is something that I, I want to change real bad, but um, yeah, just, you know, that's just something that you, where Christians are focused on riches so much that they, that they're forgetting that they're not actually even producing any fruit for the kingdom of God. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. It, it's, it's, it is easy as, as, as leaders of our houses and fathers to, and especially like, you know, a lot of you, me, Peter, Dimitri, Roma, we're, we're, I think we're fairly visionary in the fact that we like to work for ourselves. We like to try to do things and try new things. So it, it's easy to get caught up in the concept that, Hey, this is going to make us a lot of money, right? Whereas, yep. and, and I feel like, again, I think that I easily do that sometimes, but I tell myself it's just me wanting to provide for my family. Now, I do yeah. want to provide for my no, there's family. A, there's right? a healthy balance yeah. for sure. And I think it's good. It's I think it's good to progress financially. You know, I, yeah. I also think that if you're not progressing financially, you know, if you're just always you know, making that dollar for the, you know, for the piece of bread for your family. Like, well, they ate today, you know. Well, I think I, it's, I think it's this, also important, you know, like, like where, where Jesus says, you know, when you, when you pray to God, you say, get, you know, give us this day our daily bread. So obviously we work hard to provide for our families, but yeah. in the end, it's God that's yeah. giving us our daily bread. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really is. And I, and I, I can honestly say like the only reason, like I really tried to, uh, I try to do a lot of these things is because I really want to just pay off my property and live a very simple life. I have no desire yeah, for a that, big house. That, it, doesn't know? it say something like there should they, you should owe no man or something like that? Yeah, owe no man so, anything. Exactly. Don't... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like the, when the, we were speaking the... a little 
the system kind of created with, with without property taxes and a lot of things that we have right now. It's like we have mandatory bills that you have to pay. So it's like becomes like a mandatory treadmill that you have to run on. Exactly. So basically everybody has to run at a certain speed. There's no just sitting by, you know, unless yeah, then want, you do become break the it at some point. We want to break yeah, the treadmill. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like prior to the like show, money enough prior to work to... for it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, prior prior to the show we talked about, you know, their goal is to have nobody owe anything you know pretty much everybody's going to be renting something you know mm-hmm. that's what that's what the goal is you're basically renting everything you're renting your cars you're renting your house renting your wife <laughs> you're renting everything you know but um well, when we were well, talking about uh, i think we're we're already past the 30 minute mark where yeah you're right we gotta we gotta end guys i'm sorry i'm not keeping track of time well i uh i just excited to be back and uh drone on and on so <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening this week. It's been uh, it's been real. We love talking about the Bible. I know we all do, and um, I love talking about what the Bible really says about who God is and what He wants for us. And He does have good plans for us, but we shouldn't seek after riches. It's not what God wants for us. We should seek after what God what God wants us to do. You know, what, He wants us to take care of families he wants us to preach the gospel to everyone and he wants us to love him and trust him and fear him with all our heart soul mind and strength you know that's what he wants and it's 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 foolish when we when we get caught up and everybody does to a degree but you know by the grace of god we can recognize it and refocus and just trust in him that he'll provide what we need so all right until next time um thanks for listening and have a good evening